taking a whole thing. Welcome to another episode of Brews, Books, and Reviews. I'm your neighbor, Knox. And I'm Whole Things. This yeah, is you, a, don't, you don't th- know where this was put. <laughs> this is a childish podcast about adult beverages. And with me today... Big Earns here. Podcast pants and all. Bears a honey and I'm a poo bear. Yum, 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 yum. That's Ernie's theme song? That's Ernie's theme song, yes. He once said, I love honey, and I went, oh, easy there, Pooh Bear. <laughs> and then Knox went, ah, fuck you! <laughs> and that's it, his new thing. That's now his it's new Pooh Bear. Thing. I do like honey. We do. So, speaking we, of which. Love you. Hi, I'm here, and I'm not as hungover as I used to be. And your name is? Oh, Carol. <laughs> fuck Chris. you, Chris. <laughs> And sitting across from me is I'm not good Knox. At, I'm not good at ad-libbing. <laughs> and with us again is guest number two, famous, Ben Revere. I'm back here. You know, the whole thing of it is the best ad-libs are rehearsed. You know that, right, Chris? I do know that, actually. Yeah. And, and Ernie, if so have you been like, getting stuck in Rabbit's Hole lately? You know, with the whole Winnie the Pooh thing? <laughs> I was um, going to say her name's Anne, and that's a very uncomfortable question there. Right? Oh, Don't give me okay. a joke. <laughs> you get a sad face. <laughs> but you've been walking around you, with a sad face forever. You started it with ah, the brill. Right. You started the show on like one of the best segues ever. Like, who starts a show on a segue to begin with? But you're like, speaking of whole things. And then uh, we just started talking about holes. I love whole things. Holes. Uh, do, do you like whole, whole steaks, things? Whole foods? Holes in donuts? Holes in my pajamas well, that, where it matters? That raises the question. <laughs> do you like whole things or do you like things with holes in them? Yes, sir. All right. Give me a whole steak without a hole in it. I like that. Do you yeah, like the W hole or the not W hole? Now all I'm thinking of is Caddyshack when you hear Ted Knight say, Porterhouse. So are you talking about like trypophobia, which is a fear of disgusting or fear or disgust of closely packed holes? Oh, I love closely, closely packed, closely packed holes. Wait, now. Packed holes. Is that like, Wasn't are they, we talking DP now? This is weird. That was the name <laughs> of the second garage band of yours, right, Chris? <laughs> Well, people who have it feel queasy when looking at services that have small holes gathered close together. For example, <laughs> the head of a lotus seed pod or the body of a strawberry could trigger discomfort in someone with this phobia. A tennis racket. <laughs> ah, those, clo- <laughs> those holes are so close together. I prefer ping pong. How about a sponge? There's many of them, and they're all different. Oh, <laughs> lives in a pineapple <laughs> under the sea. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> scared <laughs> how about something like this what is that Ooh. oh that's a guy's hand that's and it's, and it's oh. got and, and there's finger. holes that are oh and honeycomb there poo bear ah there you go <laughs> sorry i was audibly showing these guys what <laughs> trypophobia looks like great for an audio frontier yeah, anyways so. let's talk about today's episode today's episode is a follow-up to champagne's it is a last call variety, but it's a separate issue, and it's going to be on non-alcoholic beers. Because who likes to do these kind of episodes sober, right? Not a non-alcoholic drinker. <laughs> True that. So we have a grouping of five today, and we're just going to bang them out all all at once quickly. Yeah, let's bang them. All right. So the first beer 
Oh, grab them now? Yeah. Yes. None of them Not are even pleasantries? Like, how the fuck are you? No, fuck it. Oh. Gonna go right into it. Bang them. Now, these are all by Hairless Dog Brewing Company. And the first one is going to be the N.A. Citra Lager. That's the orange one. Uh, this one is $16 for a six-pack. Kind of yellow. Now, there should be upfront citrus peel notes. Sweet what? caramel malt and earthy hops create our bold yet refreshing Citra Lager. And this should be zero ABV. Correct. Now, it's the perfect all-season, any occasion, any brew for those seeking a lighter body drink that's crisp and flavorful. Geographically, where does the hairless dog come from? Uh, <clears throat> the top of the bed. Ah, bunk beds, huh? Yes. Heat rises, and they're hairless, so they need they're to They're out of warmer. Minneapolis, Minnesota. No kidding. Yep, 3229 Holmes Avenue South. Pretty hazy. For a lager? Citra lager, yes. So okay. I'm, I'm guessing that with the citrus peel notes, that they're, um, they use citra hops. What do you get in the nose, per, guys? Pretty carbonated. So I get wet doggy, like maltiness from it, right? Okay. It, why do I smell pickle? Because, uh, well, I don't know what you've been doing, but. What kind of, uh, probably the hops of some sort. It almost smells. There is something kind of weird in there. I can't really put my nose on like it, but it, it when you said pickle, it kind of smells like that, but not really. See, that's what I think is like the funky wet grains. That's agree. what I smell. Yeah. You're, you've been to a brewery. Breweries, uh, when they're brewing beer, don't smell good all the time. No. Right? Yeah. And why? Because it's sweet and it's overly sweet. And, and it's malty. wet, malty, yeah. Yeah. fucking... Rundown farmhouse smell, yeah, something, and that's what this smells like. This smells exactly like that to me, yeah. It's it, funky as fuck, all right. It's funky as Col Medina, <laughs> all right. What do you, that's right. You are tone deaf, Loke. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get for on for the palate? Oh, mostly the same thing, yeah. That's weird. Um, but it's got this. It's got a bit of citrus at the back end or something. Uh, uh, it almost goes tarty, sour type something. Weird. It's kind of like a crowded elevator. I don't know what to make out of it. There's just a lot of stuff in a cramped space. All right. Kind of finishes semi-dry. Yeah. Kind of goes away, which is probably a good thing. I think maybe uh, some of that citrus hops dries it out. Something maybe at the back end, but it's really funky, weird, juicy up front. It's almost kind of the more you have, the, I don't know, kind of the more I like it. Kind of, It's kind of weird. I don't know. I'm not getting that experience at all. Is it, is, it, <laughs> is it kind of vegetal a little bit from the hops added yeah, late? That might be a good description. Like a later hop, hop edition? Uh, yeah, I take that back. I don't know about vegetal, but it's... I don't know. There's just a lot going on there, and I can't figure it out. It's just, it's, it's uh, definitely interesting. Probably worth a try. Maybe only get one can if you if, can. I mean, if you really like that, that funky maltness, right? Yeah. That's what you're getting. I mean, I, I don't. Maybe it's a strange combination of a lager and a citra hop that are, are creating some kind of chaos. But there's a buzz going on up front, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like somebody got hit you up on the walkie-talkie, and it's like, watch the front door. There's some shit about to go down. And that's what this gives me right away. They're like, there's some fucking weird shit going on. You got to keep your eye on it, and then it kind of disappears. But it's, it's 
I wish I had better words than funky maltiness, but well, that's all that it's bringing me. It's well, and, wet hay. And if that's your thing. With a little citrus. And if that's your thing, because there are some people that I think do gravitate towards like an experimental brew. You know, uh, the Rare Beer Picnic, you know, right in Moorhead, Minnesota. They capitalize right on that as people who are just like, they want to try something different. They want to try something that's kind of outrageous. You've seen it with IPAs. You see it with sours. There's some people who just want to try something just for the sake of trying it. Right. That's kind of what I see out of this. Like, am I glad I tried it? Me personally? No. But I can see other people that, you know, it'd be like, oh, this is something different. And, you know, it's, I just, for me, it's a lot of stuff going on, but I don't, it doesn't feel aligned to anything. I feel like it's got this, um, it's, it's trying to bridge a gap, but it didn't bring enough boards. I, so it's, it's just two separate sides and they're not really coming together. You get, because of the, the maltiness of that lager. I think that the maltiness is a little too much and a little too funky, and then you get that little citra in the back end, which doesn't clean it up enough. What are the high I, notes on this one? What are we What are we told we're supposed to get out of this? Does uh, not hair it says <laughs> it says right there? Yeah, citrus peel notes, sweet caramel malt, malt, and earthy hops. I earthy. don't get a lot of caramel malts. I do get no. some of that citrus that uh, Chris was talking about. Um, yeah, probably like the orange peel part, the white part of the the uh, backside of the orange peel, pith. more the pith. Um, yeah, and it, it's got some funkiness to it. I, you know, it's not super terrible. It's got some flavor. Yeah, I mean, it's not I mean, bad. I think it's... we've had worse NAs. Oh, well, at least abs- I have. Uh, way worse. Yeah, I don't know how long these have been stored because uh, if you get kind of that uh, wet hay flavor out of lagers, especially, it could be that it was stored improperly or simply stored too long. Yeah, I don't know if I would call this a lager at all. It's almost too citrusy and hoppy. Uh, see, and I think it's just a beer under. It's it's under all the weird stuff in a barn lager. That's, all right, let's throw some numbers on it. I'll start on a scale of one to six. I'm gonna say this is a this is just under an average beer to me. Yeah, it's right at average three. I'd give it a three. Okay, I give it a two. I'd probably uh, give it a three as well. So the average for the Citra Lager by Hairless Dog is two point six six six. Hail Satan! <laughs> Good timing. I knew that was coming. Because I can do math. Me too. Ha, we can all do math. All right. Now what do we got up here? That's the Now we got their hairless dogs IPA. This one also doesn't have hair. No <laughs> hair. So our very popular IPA is where Heartland Malt meets West Coast hops meets 0% ABV. Maris Otter Malt joins Cascade, Amarillo, and Simcoe hops for a smooth hoppy IPA you can enjoy beyond moderation. So uh, I like the, on the top of the can, they have like a little saying like, party like there is a tomorrow. I thought that was kind of cool for non-alcoholic beer. Come on, Does, guys, work with me. Is that what it says on there? <laughs> no hangovers if you drink yeah. this all night. Come on, stay hydrated. So this looks like an IPA. Here's what's weird. Okay, I'm getting the exact same aroma. 
uh, th- that same wet, like musty sort of barnyard. Smell. You just sniffed it though, right? Yeah, I get that. I got the smell. same that's where thing. We, that's where we all start. I got the same thing, but once you put it in your mouth, it is a little bit different. But we all agree then on that nose. It's kind of still that same barnyard funky wet treatment. Yeah. I get a little bit of a mossiness too. I don't know. I, I smell like two-day-old feet, like barn moss. It's something. Is that weird. a thing? It's weird. Barn moss could be a thing. I, I guess I've never went looking for it. Does a, I've never been tricked into snipe hunting either. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what the palate, guys? Pretty, uh, actually, pretty smooth, pretty balanced. It it kind of maintains this one is, the same. Yeah. It's like not like super exciting. Like, wow, here I am in your mouth, and then it goes away. It's just kind of like, hmm, hey, uh, nudges you on the shoulder. Hey, I uh, don't mean to be a bother, go. but I'm going to walk through here. Yep. <laughs> and then just kind of, I'm still here, still walking through, and then I'm like, see you later. It's much more accommodating than that other one. That other one was just like, it was coming in all directions, and I didn't know what the hell to do. This one kind of, yeah, is it's not fantastic, but it. Passes by it's got that, quite nicely. It, it's got Pop flavor. It's got less of that funk. No, I think it, it doesn't have a lot of body to it either. Like no, there's no like I'm I'm fucking here. I'm filling you up. And, and uh, it's weird. One of the things I like least about beer is when I'm uh, like, especially when I'm eating, I just get full faster. Where yeah. this is like, I'll never get full on this at all. So it's a weird thing for me to say. It doesn't <laughs> feel heavy enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, so there's a balance there that needs to be met, but it has less of that uh, maltiness and funk to it. I wish it had less of the maltiness to this one because I want I want more of those citrus things to come through that I expect out of uh, these types of IPA hops. I kind of like this because it I can kind of tell it's an IPA. It's not super hoppy, but it's uh, doesn't give me that shudney, almost sourish pepper. Sour pepper. Sour pepper. Um, that some IPAs give me. Yeah, I think Cascade is a very popular and, and, it, it's and general super, bitterant. It's Cascade. super bright Pop. and it's a little bitter. What's, um, it, what's its IQ? A uh, 411, you cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they're getting really, really polite. I, over I, was, at I, was, I was trying to think of something nice to say, and that was it. That, that was the nicest thing you've that's said to exactly me all how, year. That's exactly how people at Mensa refer to each other. Just like, oh, you think you're so smart, you cocksucker? They do. They say it more hoity-toity, though. Try again. You think you're smarter than me, you cocksucker? There it is. Nigel Frost. It's got a nice body to it, yes. And that's just my secretary. <laughs> what do you think, Ben, on this one? I think um, it's definitely better than the first one. Um, I, again, and I can't remember if you read it at all. Uh, what? Again, I was just curious, like, what flavors we're supposed to get out of it? Uh, the flavors of the hops, Cascade, Amarillo, and Simcoe. If you want, I can look those up. Okay, okay. all sorts of things that I don't really know. So typically but... going to, you're going to want more citrus notes from them. A little bit of, like, pineapple and things like okay, that. Okay, yeah. 
Because the first one just seemed like there were so many different tastes going on, and it just didn't really know what it was doing. The second one seemed a little more balanced, which Ernie said, so I agree with. Yeah, Simcoe and, has citrus, passion fruit, apricot, berry, and pine and earthy. Earthies. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, it just it didn't seem... It, it Everything, the flavors seemed to make more sense. I didn't like it 100%. It's not really my thing. But so I, on a scale I would, of one to 100%. I was just getting to it. I was just getting to it. Come what, on. What come percentage on. would you give this? I would give it uh, on your scale of, of one to six, a three. All right. <laughs> you fucking bastards. Why do I come back here? I'm going to give it a four. And Chris? Uh, three point. Two five. Oh. So the average for the uh, IPA by Hairless Dog is three point four one six. Hail Satan! All right, the next one on the docket is their Black Ale. All right, uh, be, behold the richness of our darkest ale, specifically brewed for those who have, who crave a roasted malt flavor and an ultra smooth finish, without an overly bitter bite. They all smell the same to me. You know what I get from this? That uh, slightly darker pickle aroma. You get pickle, huh? I I still get that. I think they all smell the same. uh, If you've emptied a jar of pickles and all you have left in the jar is like maybe some of the dill and the seasoning, that's kind of what I get from this. I I swear I've smelled this before. So you're going to say dill on it, but I'm the one that I'm saying funky, weird, right? I get like pickles. I did see this on a Un- shelf, not cooled, not chilled. Underneath wheat. Yeah, it's... it's. Why, why do they all have that underlying nose? That's weird. But the last two tasted different. So what are you guys going to... You know, this, got a, this has a little more darkness to it, a little more roastiness to it on the nose, maybe. But this was I don't get much, pickles. but I... Dark it pickles. tastes different, but... So far, I think they all smell the same. For the most part, yeah. And that's weird. Why? Why? Oh, we're just lick oh, we're just smelling the cans. Fucking <laughs> 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 morons, open them up. <laughs> oh shit. Can the palate? Little bit of uh earthy finish to it. Nothing spectacular at the beginning. It kind of it kind of just goes through like yeah, you know, they got paid so much money to do the part, and then it's like, well, you know, they don't want to, like, overreact. <laughs> it's bright, it's light, yeah. it's thin. I get a brief whim of something kind of roasted. Yeah. There's, there's a little bit of it, but not much. But uh, I don't, I as don't I really was drinking get that until the end. Most. As I was drinking this, somebody walked by with freshly made coffee. Where? So then, no, that's all I get. <laughs> That wafting of roastiness. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, if you just walk by it, it yeah. That's a good way to describe it, because I can... It, it's, it's fleeting. Oh, and then honey. There's honey in there. That just happened. Yeah? Like a clover honey in the back. <gasps> it's darker and thicker, sweet honey. Wow, that hit me. I'm getting better at this. <laughs> you're the only one that said that, though. Yeah, well, fucking catch up. How about you, Ern? I don't get a whole lot. I mean, maybe a little bit of, I don't know, once you said honey. Yeah, I know. Fucking maybe, nailed it. Maybe, but I, I, 
uh, I agree with Ben as far as a little more roasty, a little more maltiness to it. I get a lot of um, earthiness at the end, which kind of uh, finishes off a little drier, um, but not like anything that like, it's like, oh, here I am again. But, you know, for a non-alcoholic beer, it, I don't know, black ale, I, I don't know, my expectations are kind of like, uh, typical ale has that drier finish, but a little bit more roasty, a little bit more maltiness. But you know, I how, how much of that alcohol you kind of wanted to approach the beer that we drink as far as you like want it to approach a Marzen style almost. Yeah, right? this yeah, L- little even a little thicker. Um, I don't know how they would do that, but but again, non-alcoholic. Well, I, I agree with you though. Beer. I agree with you though, because when I heard, because it's a black ale, right? It would be great with a bourbon. Right. <laughs> Just pour it right in. Um, but yeah, I didn't really get much of an aleness to it. It kind of seemed a little like it, it was well. It the best way I can describe it. The best way I can describe it as an ale. I don't think it was thick enough. It it needed to be a little thicker. He, uh, no, John you know, and Sean at Swing Barrel no. appreciate that joke. See if there's a brewer that would appreciate it. You should laugh at that. I wish shit you did a Robin Thicke thick impression instead mm. of Alan. I, I could do an impression because you know who does the best Alan Thick impression? Alan Thick. <laughs> well, except he's dead. Uh, Robin uh. Thick. Robin Thick does the best Alan Thick. Well, well, yeah, but uh. What about what I was gonna say was uh, it it didn't really strike me as an ale. It kind of just I don't know. I didn't get an aleness to it. It kind of I don't know. I well maybe I'm just maybe I just like stronger ales with actual alcohol in them. And yeah, it it, does that make a difference? That's a question I have. Which you asked Ernie is how much of a difference that makes. Well, that yeast, that uh, the sugar that creates the, <clears throat> excuse me, the alcohol, how much actual, not only alcohol does it put into beer or spirits, I mean, what kind of, does it create a thickness? Does how does it, it how a, does it change the flavor profile and stuff, right? right? Yeah. The, the sugar, the sweetness, the, or is it just simply the perception in your head that this is non-alcoholic and I am already know that I'm not going to like it? I don't, well, I mean, that's a good point to bring up. I don't really get that at all because I'm still, uh, well, maybe I'm able to separate myself from it, but I, I don't know. It just didn't taste like an ale to me. I could definitely walk away from it too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who wants to throw, uh, throw a number on it then? I'll start. I'm ready. Okay. Go for it. 2.5. So I like this one a little bit more than I did the last one, which I'm surprised with. So I'm going to go two point um, 2.75. Did I give the last? No, 3.25. Fuck me, I don't know. So you gave the IPA one 3.25. Yep, I'm going to give this one 3.25. Though I like it a little bit more, it's not enough to give it a bigger number. All right, yeah, that makes me sound better. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> All right, Ben. How do I follow up that? Uh, I wasn't overwhelmed. I wasn't underwhelmed. I give it a three. You're just whelmed enough. So the average for the black ale by Hairless Dog is 2.91. Hail Satan. What? Six, 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 six. 
Oh, I thought it was just 2.91. I'm like, well, now we're just bringing Satan into everything? <laughs> Pretty much. <coughs> They're going to play this podcast backwards when they listen to it at home, so then it'll make sense. And what do we got lastly here? Uh, this is their coffee stout. Get oh, roasted, okay. not toasted with our coffee stout. This 0% ABV stout marries small batch craft with big brew flavor. Nugget and Willamette hops complement the rich coffee notes and malty goodness for a better, bitter beverage. So, I'm going to tell you right now, this doesn't look like a coffee stout. Coffee stout, we're thinking almost, uh, almost completely black, right? You shouldn't see through it. This is really light. It's like a hazy amber, a little darker amber box. Almost like a brown ale. You know, probably a little bit darker than that. A little muddier looking. You know, it just, uh, it, it's got a haziness to it. It's got good carbonation, though. And on it. it doesn't and smell like any of the rest of them. I disagree. I think it smells exactly like the rest of them, except uh, for it's buried in coffee. The wet hay has been no, laid under. Right. It's been laid under beans. Now it's not a strong coffee smell either, but it's just enough to cover up. But you know, hints of the wet dog, hints of that wet hay character. A little more earthy aroma. All their grains were super wet when they put them in, and that <laughs> and that funky smell. When they put came them in with, the water, I don't know. Like, like before that, they sat there and they got weird. That's what malting a green does. You, you soak Honey, them so but they did it wrong. Okay, no, they didn't do it wrong. I'm just saying that it's just that that odor is is just so prevalent. But this one, they at least that you get coffee off of this one. Mm-hmm. Palette, I yeah. like it. You get you get a uh, definitely a light coffee taste, almost like it was with a little bit of a, like a vanilla ish coffee creamer to it, because it's really not like a really black coffee, strong, robust coffee flavor. But you can definitely tell there's coffee in it. I think this comes across as a a dark ale, or like a Cascadian type ale. Right, because I get a little bitterness in the back end that I associate with ales. Um, it's definitely not as heavy, not as full-bodied to me as uh, what a stout should be. Um, and that's why I think ale as well, because it's not, I don't get that good mouthfeel. Um, the flavor is pretty good, but I still get that same. It's like they have the same underlying beer, right? Everything's all the same. And then they're like, I'm going to dip Citra in this one for a minute, and then that next one we're going to dip something else in it, and then this one we're going to just dip some coffee in it. So I get the same underlying notes on everything. This one just brings up a little more coffee, um, but it still has that same kind of weird ale bitterness. And for a stout, that's weird to me. I'm glad you said that. Because I feel the same way. It feels like they started off with the same... The same base. Right. And yeah. then just the same flavors for it, for right. each of these. They got the same wet alfalfa that they've used throughout the rest of it, because I still get that. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. so wet, his hair was down. Bling. <laughs> I hate your guts. Uh, no, I don't. But, uh, but this one, it I does. Do. It kind of seems like... The one thing I've noticed between all of these, it seems like it's a, it's a slight variation on itself, and this seems to be like the first one that works. Yeah, I agree. Uh, have you not had a sip for like at least maybe a minute? Yeah, sure. Do you get? I get a little bit of a sweet aftertaste 
that just kind of lingers kind of to, uh, towards the back a little of my bit. mouth. I almost want to say like a butterscotchy vanilla yep. aftertaste. It, I kind of like it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I mean it's not bad, but it it claims stout to me. True if, that, if you're true if, that. if you're blind taste testing this, or even just or even open your fucking eyes and look at it, this doesn't look like a coffee stout. It doesn't feel like a coffee stout in your mouth either. But it's got pretty good coffee flavors, and it's got some of those roasty stoutnesses to. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking keep, break. Keep Are you your having eyes. a stroke? A stro- right now? I had three. Yeah. How do you get that third? But one you up? would say out of the four of them, this is the best tasting. I like this one the best because um, I get just enough coffee out of it. Where the other ones, the IPA didn't IPA me enough. <laughs> this one coffees me enough. Well, and I will agree with you, Chris. That I mean, it's not a stout. By any means, I don't consider it to be that. But as far as everything else that we've seen, this one comes the closest to saying close to what it is, because I definitely get, and I think we all agree, you get the coffee out of it. Whereas these other ones, like it's, it seems like it's almost there, but it's not. It's not saying what it is. So this one came in 50% on it. Is it that much stout? No. But the coffee on it? Tastes nice. Yeah. Thanks, Mr. Bean. Yeah, <laughs> you noticed my shirt. shirt. <laughs> Coffee reference. On <laughs> It plays so well. Going to the beach. You know, I'm actually going to give that one. one of the, That's uh, like three or four for me today. You're yeah. on fire. I wish literally. So that, that means I can go like three weeks without being funny. So I guess that, Chris, that leaves it up that's to you. Most Finally. Every, that's most every week. Uh, nothing. I'm so sorry. I love you, man. You guys are doing a great job. I need some more fucking champagne. So do you want to give us your number, Chris? And then while you're up, you want to grab that uh, last beer we're going to have? Uh, oh. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do. I'll do a 3.5 on this one. It's a reluctant one, though. <laughs> so it's a 3.5-ish. Right, ben? ben? I'll give it a three and a half as well. Pooh Bear. Well, he's not here right now, but I'm going to give it a... I'm actually going to give it a five. Really? So, so if, that was put up a, if that was put up against other stouts, you're going to rate it that high? Other non-alcoholic coffee stouts? Yes. Sure. Yeah. That had a lot of stout notes for you. Yeah, you know, no. Oh, um oh. it was thick. It was coffee. Um but did I have you to say I have was, to Did you say most, it was thick? <laughs> it was kind of thick. <laughs> How thick was it? Alan thick. Uh, it was uh, Abby thick. It was oh. TV's favorite father. TV's favorite dead Canadian dad, Alan thick. But um <laughs> But what's weighing heavily to me is the non-alcoholic and the non-alcoholic beers we've had before. Most um, of them garbage. Right. So at least these have some flavor and some depth to them. Thank you. So uh, the average for the coffee stout by Hairless Dog is 4.0. Nice. 
ladies and gentlemen, we might mention Bridgeview Liquors a lot around here, and there's a there's a really good reason why. They pay for a lot of our booze. But uh, one of the great things about them, not just the paying us in alcohol, is they truly seem to love what they do. They, they're knowledgeable as hell on almost every type of alcohol. Anytime I have questions, that's where I go. That's why I love Bridgeview Liquors. And I know for a fact that they have knowledgeable staff because if you go back to our Brandies and Cognacs episode, uh, Evan, their store manager, their, his store pick for Brandies was the winner for the day. And I'm also impressed immensely with their huge selection of craft beers, not only locally, but as far away as four or five other states, which is more than an armful away. <laughs> uh, speaking of their knowledgeable staff, I found out that the word Gewürztraminer means a noble grape. While at Bridgeview, um, it is basically a grown-up version of a Moscato. Bridgeview has a wide selection of local as well as really hard-to-find wines. I like Gewürztraminer wines just because I like to say that word. Dude. And I'm German. Gewürztraminer is about the funnest thing you can do with my mouth. (laughs) It is. (laughs) And one of the fun things about Bridgeview that I like is that uh, how regularly they post on social media the new beers and liquors they get in with pictures because I'm a picture guy. Um, I like to see the Not much a reader, huh? No. (laughs) But Bridgeview has the picture, so I'm like, oh. That's the beer I'm looking for. I can look at the picture. I can go look for the can or the bottle and you know figure out, match them up and everything. And they do that uh, weekly on all their new releases for that week. So it's kind of nice. I like that. And you can find those social media posts on Instagram and Facebook at Bridgeview Liquor. And their website is bridgeviewliquors.com. And you can go to their location at 935 37th Avenue South in Moorhead. And when you do go to their location at 935 something in Moorhead, <laughs> if you mention Brews, Booze, and Reviews at the checkout, you save 10% off of all purchases. 10% off all purchases. So th- 10% off all purchases. Thanks once again for listening to our podcast. We love and appreciate all of our listeners, and we really love and appreciate you at Bridgeview Liquors. 10% off all purchases. All purchases. All purchases. What would you like to eat tonight? I don't know. What are you feeling? Uh, you know, I, I could go for burgers or wings. I don't know, maybe even pizza. What are you thinking? We just had pizza. I don't know. Uh, that's why I'm asking you. Well, maybe we should look online. Is it what? It happens in nearly every home in America almost every day. At some point, someone asks, what are we going to eat tonight? Worry not. Fargo Takeout's artificial intelligence robotic chef, the Decisionator, is here to make the choices for you. You'll find its three top choices for takeout. If none of the three choices sounds good to you, just click the Nope, Try Again button. Even an artificial intelligence robot chef gets it wrong once in a while. The next time your relationship seems strained based upon what's to put on the table, Turn to FargoTakeout.com slash Decisionator. And remember, save a meal, save a marriage. FargoTakeout.com slash Decisionator. Who's in the lead? They, he, that one, that is. one is. Well, that one, that's the one I figured. That's the one I like the most out of what we've tasted so far. See, I had trouble giving it a number because, yes, it was my favorite that we've tried so far, but I thought that it was... 
Not stout enough. I was having an argument with myself. Is it closer to a stout than that IPA was to an IPA? I think that IPA might have been closer to meeting the guidelines, right, than yep. this one did. But I did like the flavor and taste of this one more. Okay. All right. The last one we have for our non-alcoholic beer episode is by Lagunitis. It's their non-alcoholic IPA called IPNA. This hoppy non-alcoholic IPA is headed out to your neck of the woods now. It's been a long time coming. Getting IPNA full flavor and hop forward and with low calories was no small task. Lagunitis spotted a need for an NA craft beer that's both full flavored and hop forward. So we worked hard to get the hoppy flavors up to our standards. Immediately on the nose, this is a fucking IPA. I agree. It smells it smells like an IPA. I, you get that that citrus, that like grapefruit, right? That you, I that you get one hundred percent agree. Some some bit earthiness and stuff, but it's got a like good, to me. This reminds me of those. Uh, you know, when you smell them, they have that you like know, a good two hearted grapefruit forward. But you think it's probably maybe this is going to be resiny in the back end. You know. All right, IPNA is a brewer-led labor of love, taking us over a year to perfect. Inspired by Lagunitis's love of hops and our brewery fra- flagship, this non-alcoholic IPA is brewed with the same ingredients found in our highly balanced IPAs, the hops, malt, yeast, and water, and thus the same hoppy deliciousness, but brewed without the ceremonial fez and ancient incantations that take it over the edge. That's all. Crafted with the highest quality malts, a massive dry hop f- of our favorite Yakima Valley hops, uh-huh. Citra, Mosaic, and CTZ, giving it a uniquely full body and crazy big hop, crazy big hoppy aroma. Yep, that's exactly they. They told you exactly what I tried to. Did you say something about ancient incantations? That's how they get the alcohol in there. Duh. Oh, it is witchcraft. I knew it. <laughs> and the pinch of this, and a hair of the dog. Or that hairless dog that you just had just now. I don't know why, but my witch is from Jersey. So this um, this one, what, what you, so we already talked a little bit about the nose, right? What, what do you guys flavor it? That's a tough one because it's, again, I, I would call it like well-balanced. Um, and if that means like nothing jumps out at me. Like this is ah here I am I'm like oh overly citrus or whatever hopped, but um it is mildly hoppy. It's got a bit. It's a bit thin. Yeah, right? it, it's it's like if the Energizer Bunny was like halfway through the batteries. You know, it's, <laughs> it's not like super strong, but it's not super weak either. Again. I have to take in mind it's non-alcoholic, so it whatever feels that, thinner. It feels watered down. You, I still get really good flavor from it, but it, in your mouth, it feels watery. It, yes. It's not very thick at all. I'm going to need to change up how I talk about stuff so we avoid <laughs> yeah, that. It's not very uh, so avoid that comment. robust. <laughs> Frow. It, it does. Like I was actually, I enjoyed smelling it more than I enjoyed tasting it. You don't get those Kinda. weird funky yeah, things you, from it. Uh, this one tastes more like a beer to me, but the beer is just thinner, less yeah. viscous. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I could smell more out of it than when I actually tasted it. It's not bad. I, I mean, I, 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 could, could, dr- I could drink a few of these. Somebody like tossed me one. one of these if I had at a to. barbecue. I'd, eat, I'd drink it with a burger or something. You know, it's not bad. 
Yeah. So, so this reminds you so far the most of the beer, of a beer. If I five. was forced to uh, drink NAs, which I have been just today. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking no, say it. <laughs> no, no uh, I, this one cl- more closely resembles an actual beer. I think I would enjoy drinking these. Um, or- I think it's the only one that we've had today that actually smells and tastes like what it, an IPA. it's trying yeah. to be. Yeah. It hits more of those notes. It just does. It just, it, it they do a better job. This is far better than uh, any IPA fake beer i've had except for maybe the hop water the hoppy refresher the oh hop i forgot refresher. about that, that one that one's good which i really I like, like that one. though that one yeah so yeah that yeah yep so there suck on that fuck boys we did rate the klaus how housing pretty high too as far yeah. as the non-alcoholic beers from last episode yeah actually that was episode number 66 mm-hmm. non-alcoholic beer um the klaus house dry hopped was a 4.30 it's FYI, if I remember right, which you do because you have it right in front of you. <laughs> Quit giving away trade secrets. All right, you guys want to throw a number on this one? Yes. Okay. Ben, I'll give it a four. <laughs> I'll give it a 4.25. Chris? 4.5. So the average for the uh, uh, Leganitis, I- IPNA. I think it's Leguntis. Leguntis? Nope. Leg, leguntas. <laughs> Sorry, I'm an asshole. Leguntas. Is, uh, 4.25, which is good enough for first place for the day. Ay, ay, ay. Leguntas. <laughs> cool. But as I just mentioned, comes just a hair under uh, last year's non alcoholic beer episode number six. I think we had drank At more 4.30. Uh, last year's. Yeah, I, I agree. Maybe I'm a little bit harsher um, on my... We should have tried to find that one again and compared. Well, I, I could have. It was there. I need to start planning more. Yeah, that'd be great. I need Knox to start planning for me more. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you are masterful with your New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I'm giving up working hard. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, try, I'm gonna so, try to get other people to do think, it for me. I don't think any of these were super bad. Um, yeah, in summation, these weren't terrible. No, no not at all. No. And, so the hairless dog has but some I'm, good stuff to try. I but, think with these ones tasting the way they did with that with that west wet hay uh, flavoring was kind of more of that. You know the way they were stored. They were stored at room temperature. Yep. <laughs> They were stored at room Frow. temperature on a shelf. They weren't stored in a cooler, which maybe that was their intention. But when you have hops and added maybe to it, it, it really maybe it funked them up. Yeah, yeah. Here's a question that I have with the hairless dog. So, can you buy that like in a variety pack? I'm not sure. Probably, but I only sure saw them. Be awesome in the six if packs. you could. You only saw them in the six pack because that's yeah. what I could see out of it. Because it was kind of fun taking a flight of them. Because I don't know that I could actually. Because what they come in six packs? Yes. I don't know if I could drink a six pack necessarily of one of those. Like I kind of like bouncing around with the different ones, and mm-hmm. and and each one in their own right has something to bring to the table, but they all do it differently. I mean, we've had some real fucking losers on the NA beer yeah. categories. Yeah, uh, I think surreal was the lowest. Yeah, we've had of those some stinkers. I mean, they they were just like taking water out of the Red River. It was muddy and. Oh. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what happened here. So, 
I would almost say that if you brought some of these to a gathering um, and didn't tell certain people, or like the average person, like myself, that these were non-alcoholic, some of these you could probably pass by as like, hey, try this. This is uh, the IPA by the Hairless Dog or the even the Coffee Stout, you know, and don't tell them that it's non-alcoholic. I wonder if the average person... They like, oh, yeah, this well, isn't too bad. I can taste a little bit of coffee in there. Well, sherbet. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sherbet. What, what is it? Sherbet. I don't know if you handed it to me and told me it was a coffee stout. I'm like, why the fuck's it so, like, not light? It'd be dark. almost like a coffee lager. Chris, Chris, Chris. We were, we were hypothetically Jesus. talking about real people, not you. We were talking right. about actual humans who, you know. I'm made out of sugar and spice. Yep, and that's why and we don't get you wet. you're not very nice. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, Hairless Dog didn't do too bad of a job. Yeah, well done. Not For too bad of the Minneapolis I'm, area. I'm, I, I don't know. Yeah. Why does everything kind of have that underlying thing going on? Maybe that's just something that, you know, as the NA craft beer community keeps going, I mean, I've, I've seen an, uh, a huge rise in the last year Oh, alone. Absolutely. I mean, our the last ones we did were well-being brewing. Those guys have really put forth a good product. And yeah, like ten years ago, you could get what O'Doul's and yeah O'Doul's, and that was and it, pretty much. Whatever. Oh, we tasted some of that sh- hot shit. Yeah. Again, we came with that argument about brown versus clear versus green bottles. <laughs> but uh, uh, I mean, if you have, a, if you need an alternative and you just want to take a break and 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 stuff, I. I suggest the hairless dog, and I and Lagunitas came through. Who does Hoppy Refresher? Was that Lagunitas? That's as well? Lagunitas as well. Yeah, yeah. If you're drinking the NAs, go to Lagunitas. Yeah, they put out a superior product so far. So yeah, and they're out of the cities as well. No, actually, Pataluma, California. Oh, really? They have it right down the road, though. Oh, okay. yeah. So can't we miss. Totally, it. We could totally do a take a left on Nicolette. <laughs> Where the old post office used to be. <laughs> And then so if they're there. willing to pay for our plane ride and La equipment, we totally do a taproom takeover of Lagunitis. Oh wait, that's the guy from Three Hundred. Yeah, so there's zero alcohol Lagunitis hop, hop hoppy refresher that's been out for a while, and that's um that is chock full of Citra Equinox and Centennial hops, and it's got zero carbs and zero calories as well. That's what you were drinking at uh, Moondance Jam in uh, 2019. Yeah, that hop water. Yep, it was pretty good. It just I needed a break from booze, and I just wanted to settle in and taste something good, and that was what I chose. It was not good. It was so good. You're an idiot. All right. Well, what did you learn today? Ernie's an idiot. Did you really learn that? No. Or is it just common knowledge by this time? All right, fuckers. That's this is it. This is closing this <laughs> episode. All right. This has been a Predicate Productions episode of Bruise Booze and Reviews. For more information, head over to bruiseboozeandreviews.com. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You, too, can support our show by supporting them. You can also click the link at the bottom of our episode description and donate to help with production costs and beer for our fridge to review for you. And, of course, thanks to your listeners and neighbors about whom this podcast couldn't happen. And to you, we say, may your glasses be full and your spirits high. Cheers! Three cheers for Captain Spaulding. Cheers!